0: hey everyone welcome back to the student community podcast this is episode two How do I know God's will for my life I'm one of your hosts Adam Smith
1: and I'm Daniel Douglas
0: and we're going to get ready to get after this but before we we start we gotta we gotta ask a question Daniel do you have yep. a question for I us? do
1: Adam I've got one I've been thinking about this for for a little bit of time here so if you could make any food into a cereal, Mm. What would it be?
0: Any food Any into food. a cereal? Yep,
1: yep. So you see, like, they'll, so here's why I'm asking. I, I went to the Kroger the other day, and they had a nutty bar. cereal I know I was like oh my goodness I didn't buy it I should have and I regret it and I like constantly I'm like man I need to go back to Kroger and get that you're gonna have to go after this I I might have to (laughs) you're not wrong so
0: uh let me ask you this because sometimes it varies for people are you a like a crunchy cereal or do you let it sit in the milk for a while
1: and let it get a little soft um I like them both yeah. Can I, can I say that? Like, the whole process. Oh so, yeah, absolutely. Where you like, it's good at the beginning and it's good at the end. Mm-hmm. Like it's all good. Cereal mm-hmm. is all good.
0: Yeah. It's hard. Cause a lot of the sweet things that I think about, they're soft, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, sweets, you know, I think of like cosmic brownies, oatmeal, cream pies, donuts, mm-hmm. things like that. And I don't know if I'd want like a soft cereal. I want that crunch, but yeah. then eventually allow it to get a little bit softer. Um, Ah, man, that's a, that's a really good question. Honestly, if I had to choose a food to become a cereal, I don't know if they already have this or not. They probably do, but I would want something Oreo. Yeah. I'm a huge Oreo guy, double stuffed. So like, like Oreo chunks Mm -hmm. in it. That's what I would do. Cause I love after I dip Oreos into milk, cause that's something I already do. Yeah, I love being able to drink the Oreo flavored milk. Yeah. Sometimes I have a couple casualties and the Oreo gets lost in the <laughs> in the cup of milk. Uh, and if it was just cereal, then I wouldn't have that problem. That's true. It's already true. there.
1: I think that they do have Oreo cereal. It's I've never like, had it. Yeah, it's the like it looks like Fruity Pebbles, except for they're like Oreos.
0: Yeah, see that I don't want the mini Oreos. I want like the chunks. Like, like ooh, regular sized we Oreos. We can make
1: that for you. I feel like we could just get a blender and like lightly blend up some Oreos or crush them and then just dump it in milk. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What about you? What would you? Man, I honestly the the nutty bar one. That's what my mind is on right now. Um, I, you know, I I whenever I get cereal, problem is is I will eat it too fast, and so we are just not. Hope and I just don't do a lot of cereal because it just is gone in our household. She loves it too, and so we like hardly ever get it. And usually it's like the. The like healthier stuff, and not the uh, I don't know good stuff like Reese's Puffs. I love Reese's Puffs, mm-hmm. but
0: the other day I went to the store and got cinnamon toast crunch. There you go. That's oh, a that's a good one. Yeah, it's a that's, classic. That's, that's
1: pretty good. I like it.
0: Well, we'll go ahead and get started and talk about a question that we get a lot, especially from um, some of our older high school students as they're gearing up for college yeah. and thinking about what they want to do for the rest of their lives. You know, no small decision there. Just what am I going to be doing for my entire mm-hmm. life? Uh, what is God's will for my life? And I think that's a really great question, and I'm glad that this has been asked before. And I think as we talk about God's will, there's a, def- a couple of different ways that we can approach thinking about God's will. Oftentimes, I like to separate into two categories. First, there's God's generic will, Mm -hmm. and then there's God's specific will. So God's generic will applies for all of humanity. It's just the things he wants you to do, like love him and love others. You know, so it's not specific for anyone. It's just a generic principle that God wants you to do this. This is his plan for your life. But then... I think when this question gets asked, it's more towards the second category of, well, what's God's specific will for my life? Who am I going to marry? What school am I going to go to? What job am I going to have? What career am I going to go into, you know, as I get older? So, you know, as you think about the topic or the concept of God's will, you know, what are some things that come to mind for you as you think about this question when someone asks, "What's God's will for my
1: life?" Yeah, I think making that distinction is huge. Um, and like the the first one that you talked about, the generic is like pretty easy. Where it's like, okay, we go to God's word to see, like, okay, this is what God has told me to do. Like, am I loving someone in this situation, or am I not? And those are pretty black and white a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Not always. There's definitely some some gray in there, but like usually it's okay. Yes, I'm doing what God has called me to do here, or I, I'm not in this situation. Um, and then the other one, the specific, um, I think is, um, I, so here's, here's what I've kind of seen about this is a lot of the times we think that we can like mess up God's plan, mm. you know, yeah. um, where people are like, man, if I choose the wrong college, like I'm messing it up and yeah. like God, God doesn't know what he's doing here. Like I've got to make this decision on my own. Like, which one do I choose? And, and I think that that's the wrong way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, if we, So just just thinking about colleges, I think that's one of the best instances that one of the best scenarios that we can we can say or talk about right now. Um, We have like, okay, you've got two different colleges on the table. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I could go to this college. Uh, maybe it's a Christian college. Like, let's say it's a Christian college. we got over here, we've got a, a not Christian college. Um, and, and, like, maybe they have, like, this Christian college, um, you're wanting to go for, uh, I don't know, something. Let's like say education. Have, education, perfect. Yeah. And the other one, you're, you're going for education as well. Um, and so I think what we need to do in those situations, obviously there's, like, there's praying about it, like asking the Lord, okay, Lord, which which one do I go to? And sometimes in those situations where God might give us like I don't he'll use something or someone or or there's there's this like hey this is the college I want you to go to this is where I want you to go and 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 when God does that um, and when he he shows that or reveals that to you obviously like that's the one you need to go to but you have those those times where it's like okay I think both of those are good options both, both of these colleges are, like, could be good places to go to. And so God kind of leaves it up to us mm-hmm. and is like, okay, you can go to either one of these. Like, th- th- these are both good options. And, and so if you think of, like, maybe that Christian college is, like, really, really far away and you'd have to like travel, uh, you leave your family, um, and, and the other one's like, maybe it's an hour or two away, and you're like, man, I just really want to be close to home, like I want to be able to go home, like, so it, you you look at the pros and cons, and you're like, okay, this one, I, I have to leave, I've got to get away from my family, but you know, it's a Christian college, they're going to be teaching me um, about the Bible, I'm going to be getting this Christian education, this one over here, like I'm closer to my family, like there's this really good church that I know of in the area, and, and so it's this like weighing out those pros and cons, and, and, and both, both of those are good options. And I think that's the, the key is like, as long as both of those two decisions are are good things, then then I don't, God, like, as long as he doesn't tell you, I want you to go here, mm-hmm. then and I, you can do either of those. And I really think it is that just weighing out the options of like, okay, I see a lot more good things over at this one. We're mm-hmm. or, or over here. This, this is really like, this school has a better teaching program. And like, that's what I want to go for. That's where my heart is. Like, I think I'm going to go there. And as long as God is not telling you to go somewhere and you uh, don't listen, then then that's totally fine. And you are like in line with God's will in that situation.
0: Yeah. I've heard it said before, God's will is not a tightrope, but it's a channel or like mm-hmm. a river that you can walk through. You know, if you're going through a river for uh, through a channel, you know, it's pretty hard to get off track, you know, unless you just go in a completely opposite direction. I think going back to what you were saying earlier, a lot of times when we approach God's will, it feels like a tightrope where if we make one wrong decision, we're just going to fall off and we're going to be out of the will of God. But it's the wrong way of thinking about it. It is more like a channel that kind of goes, um, you know, through the river. And we have some some choice. God allows us to choose what we think is best. And if there is somewhere he wants us to go, he's going to redirect yeah. us and get us there. Um, I, I love, you know, thinking about the channel illustration there's been three channel markers that have been really helpful for me in my life as I'm thinking about God's will. Um, if you're going through like a river or a channel of water, sometimes they'll have channel markers that let you know that you're heading in the right path. And so these three channel markers for discerning God's will is the internal, the external, and the concrete. And so just a quick word on each. First, internal. When you're thinking about going to a college, do you have peace peace? about going to that college or taking that job. That's the first one is internal. The second one is external. What do other people have to say, specifically even like your wise counsel, the people that you know, love and trust, what are their thoughts on the decision that you're making. And then third is the concrete. Is the opportunity even there? So let's say you want to go to Notre Dame. Well, you don't get into Notre Dame. Well, maybe it's not God's will for you to go to Notre Dame. That's okay. Um, But the cool thing about these three channel markers is that they can take place in any order. Uh, A lot of times we assume that it follows that progression where first it's going to start with the internal, I'm going to have peace about it. And then I'm going to ask other people, they're going to be on board. And then the opportunity arises. Well, what happens when an opportunity, a concrete channel marker shows up, someone comes up to you and says, Hey, you know, I think, you would do really great at this. And then you go to some other people and they say, no, I think you would do really great at that as well. And the very last thing to come could be that internal peace that comes with it. Sometimes it takes a leap of faith to know if you're gonna be able to, to do it or not. But those three channel markers have been really helpful for me, for me as I'm thinking about discerning God's will.
1: Yeah, I I think um, just I just kind of want to share a little bit of my like college story, um, choosing which college to go to. um, And and I loved what you said, where it's like, man, if God wants you somewhere, like, he's going to get you there. Like, it's not dependent on us at that point. Like, God's going to make something happen and like, he will get you to the right place. So, when I was um, in high school, like, I I think I shared, we shared this last week a little bit, but um, I really wasn't living for the Lord. Like, Mm. I wasn't necessarily doing bad things, but I I just, uh, you know, and I, I, will, I would, would have said I was a Christian, but there were a lot of things in my life where I was just like, I don't know, just desired the things of the world. And I didn't party, but like, I really actually wanted to go to a, a school like a party school and kind of get into that scene and like have that opportunity where. Uh, And so uh, that was, like, for the longest time, my my sister was going to Cedarville University, which is a Christian college in Ohio, and my parents had both gone there. And people would always ask me, Daniel, are you going to go to Cedarville? Like, that's where your family goes. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And that was partially because I wanted to go off and, like, kind of get into that. Do your own thing. Yeah, exactly. And so people would literally ask me, are you going to go there? And I'd be like, no, there's no way. Like, I don't want to. And so during my my like senior year, junior year, at some point, my parents were like, hey, Daniel, like we we want you to apply for Cedarville. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go there, but like we want you to at least apply. And so I was like, fine, like I'll apply. I'm not going to go there. Um, So I applied I filled out the application. And if you've ever filled out a a, a school application, like it takes a minute. Mm -hmm. And so I filled this out and I got accepted. And it was one of those things where I I was like, you know, that took a long time. I don't want to have to do that again. I guess I'll go to Cedarville. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, like, and it was literally like out of my laziness. I tell people that story all the time because I'm like, it was because I was too lazy to fill out another application. Um, And 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 then it was so cool because like a couple of months later, I went on a mission trip right after I graduated, and like God just changed my heart during that mission trip. And like, I was so excited to go to Cedarville after that, where it's like, okay, I get to go and I get to be with these people that that love the Lord and are like pursuing the Lord and a relationship with him. And like, I get to be a part of that. And it was just so cool to see, like I, my mind was like, there's no chance I'm going there. And then like, I mean, months, a year later, like I'm going to the place I didn't want to go to, and that was just God working in my life. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's the cool thing about you know God's will his, his uh specific will for your life. Is man at times it is you have no idea what's going to be coming down the road. I, I love the scripture passage, Psalm. It's uh, Psalm 119. It's the longest Psalm in the <laughs> entire book, but it's Psalm 119, verse 105, and it says, "Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light to my path." And I think so often when we talk about God's will, we wish that God's will was a spotlight into our future. Mm -hmm. We want to know, okay, what's going to be at the end of the road? But oftentimes what ends up happening is God will just illuminate the next step or the next couple of steps, and he's not going to show us everything that's going to be going down this road and so often we want God's will to be like the spotlight into our future where we know everything that's going to happen and we know what's going to be laying at the end of the road but honestly that happens sometimes but most of the time I would say God's will is much more like a a light or a lamp at your feet where it's revealed over time, slowly, just a couple steps, you know, as he's calling us forward to wherever, you know, his calling is leading us towards.
1: Absolutely. I had a, a friend who said the exact same thing. And he he like, almost the, the exact same illustration, he always said, like, God, God's will is like a, a lantern, kind of like you're saying, where it's just like, you can see a couple of steps in front of you. And I always, I loved that picture. Um, and I, I just kind of want to want to hit on like, so we talked about like God's. Um, so like, if, if both decisions are good, and, and, like, we we, ch- we could choose either one. But sometimes we we do, like, out of our sinfulness, we choose the wrong decision. And mm-hmm. I think we just went through a series on Jonah not that long ago. Yeah. And, like, God had told him, hey, do this. And, and yet Jonah was like, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And and he went away from God's will. And it just like I was just talking about a minute ago, it's like God – God's going to get you where he wants you. Like at some point he gets Jonah to Nineveh where, where Jonah was trying to avoid to go and like, um, and, and yet God still got him there. And so like, even I, I, that's, what's so cool about, I mean, just God and like our faith is like, even when we mess up, even when we make those mistakes and we, we we go the wrong way, God is like, okay, you know what? You didn't listen, but I'm I'm gonna redeem this situation. And mm-hmm. That's the word. Like, He's gonna make it right. Um, and and God is a God of redemption who takes those bad situations and He turns them for good. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so cool is like, it's it's no it's not dependent on us. Like, it's dependent on God and what God wants. Like, God is gonna do what is right, and He's gonna get us where He wants us. Yeah,
0: that's that's Romans eight twenty eight. Romans eight twenty eight. Paul says, God makes all things work together for the good of those. who who love him, who are called according to his good and pleasing, perfect will. Um, You know, and I love that verse because it's just that reminder of everything you just said is no matter the good things we've done, the bad things we've done, the good or bad things that have been done to us, God can take all things and bring about good from those things. And so God can take, you know, a really good circumstance that you've been in or a really terrible circumstance that you've been in, and he can bring about good you know, from that. I even think about like my calling to ministry. Um, When I was in high school, I remember I was at a church camp and I felt like God was calling me into ministry. And I honestly kind of forgot about that. I was down towards the altar of this church camp. I was praying for a friend and I just had this impression. Again, when, when we say God speaks, most of the time I would say it's never an audible voice like you're hearing right now most of the times it it almost sounds like one of your thoughts mm-hmm. but it's it's like a strong impression yeah. and you have to be able to discern um to see like you know is this god speaking is this myself speaking i think ultimately time and and scripture will tell but i remember getting this strong impression and i turned to my youth leader at the time and i said i think god's calling me into ministry but after that I kind of forgot about it. And so I get to college my freshman year, and I'm, I'm wondering, what am I supposed to study? And Daniel, I'm telling you what, I changed my major five times. I went from, oh, probably more. I was thinking education. I thought about uh, athletic training. I thought about psychology. I thought about criminal justice. And I'm changing my major, and I'm just like, man, what am I supposed to do? And ultimately, going to Indiana Wesleyan, I landed on Christian Ministries, and you know, that's a whole other story for another podcast. But ultimately, it's exactly what you're saying of God can make, you know, this whole situation, me changing my majors and trying to figure out what I'm going to do. And he's going to bring about good from those situations. And he's ultimately going to get you right where you're supposed to be. It may not look like your timing and your plan, but he's ultimately going to get you there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I mean, it, it, yeah, just thinking about my my call to ministry too, Um Yeah. It was super similar. Like I just, well, I'm kind of similar. I just think of, uh, when I I was sharing about Cedarville, like just having a, I don't want to do that. It was kind of that same thing with like, um, I just, I, for some reason I went to Cedarville and the the freshman year I was, um, roomed with a a guy who was doing biblical studies and he had, he was like, yeah, I'm going to go and I'm going to be a pastor. Like, that's what I want to do. And for some reason, God kept being like, you're going to, I want you to switch to biblical studies. I want you to, to to do that, and I was like, no, I don't want to do that, God, I don't want to do that, and it just this, this the whole freshman year, I was like pushing against it of like, God, I don't want that, I don't want to do that, and finally it came to the point where it like, and I, I remember it like we were in the chapel building, and uh, I I was sitting there, and I was like working on homework, and I just could feel this like. God was like, no, I want you to do Bible studies. I want you to to be a pastor. Um, and, and I went into they had a coat closet. And I went in there and just like opened up the Bible and and prayed and was like, okay, God, like I'm going to do it. And it just was this like. It took i mean months of God like softening my heart and like preparing me to like make that decision and um so it was just super cool to see like God i mean faithfully like keep going after me, keep going after me, and like finally got me to the the place that he wanted me to be with with my heart, and my my hands being like okay god like i'm I'm ready i like i I want to do what you've called me to do,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's so powerful. So, you know, we've talked about God's general will for yeah. our life, you know, just the things that he calls us to do as his children, as his followers. And we've talked quite extensively about God's um, specific will. You know, what what is he calling me specifically to do? Um, but I want to maybe close our time and and just give this last thought. And I would love for you to, to give your final thoughts as well. But I think a lot of times when we think about God's will, we think about the destinations, the things that we're going to do. and you know that ties in really specifically with the Gods specific will. But I think the most important thing to remember as we're talking about God's will is God is way more concerned um, about who we become, not just what we do and what we accomplish. Um, the will of God is not just a a destination to reach, mm. where we arrive at our end goal. The will of God is, for us to become like Christ. And one of my favorite stories about this is uh, really in Acts chapter 20. In Acts chapter 20, Paul has been going around and planting all these different churches, and he um, feels this calling to go to Jerusalem. And so on his way back, he actually meets with the church leaders that were in Ephesus. And it's recorded in Acts chapter 20. You can go back and read it. But he says specifically to them in verse 22, he says, and now compelled by the spirit so like you know we talked about those internal channel markers i mean we got a fourth one right here it's just god's spirit this this drawing this conviction that i'm supposed to go to jerusalem and i don't know what's going to happen to me there he tells them i only know that in every city the holy spirit warns me that prison and hardships Mm -hmm. are facing me However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. And the thing I love about this is Paul is telling this to the church leaders in Ephesus, one of the very churches he helped start. And so he has this drawing, this conviction to go to Jerusalem. But while he's on his way there, he still goes back and visits the people that he has grown to love and the people that he poured into and invested uh, in. And it's a great reminder, especially from the life of Paul. That it's not just about arriving to the destination and focusing just on yourself, but it's an amazing opportunity to, to take a step back and to remember perspective that the will of God is not just the destination to reach, it is a people we're supposed to come. Uh, to become. And uh, that's just a great reminder for me as I, you know, think about God's will for my life. He cares way more about the person I'm becoming Mm -hmm. than just the thing that I'm doing.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I mean, the last thing that I get, I wanted to kind of say was just like, we are, we're on a journey. Like it really is. The Christian walk is a journey and it's not, we're not on our own. Like, God is walking with us, and He's bringing other Christians along with us to walk alongside of us. And this journey is uh, the greatest journey that we could ever go on. Like, it really is. And, like, we, uh, the destination, like, we know the destination that's ultimately like heaven and that, um, that. Time where we will be with God for all of eternity. And it's like, w- we are pushing towards that destination, but along the way, like God could take us anywhere. Mm-hmm. God could, could use us to do anything. And so it's just really being like open-handed and saying, okay, God, like I trust you. Mm-hmm. I know that this journey that I'm on is, is the best thing that could ever happen because you mm-hmm. are there, you are walking mm-hmm. with me and really just, um, just believing that mm-hmm. and, 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 and walking alongside of God, um, and, and walking with God, being with him. That's what we talk. We talked you mentioned that last week of just being in the presence of God. And really that's what we're called to do as Christians, just be on this journey with God and, and, and have open hands and open arms just to like, okay, God, this is, if you're calling me here, I'm ready to go. Yeah, I will go. And, and I can trust that, that you're not going to leave me alone, but you are going to be there every step of the way.
0: Yeah. That's so good. So just as a quick recap of what we've talked about, you know, the first thing we want people to know is that there's almost a couple different categories for God's will. There's God's general will and God's specific will. The general will is things that he calls us all to do. And the specific is maybe more tailored to your individual life or for your uh, life in general, as it affects other people. And as we think about God's will, it's important to remember that it's not a tightrope. It is, um, not like you take one step and you're out, you know, type of thing. It is much more loose. God can make all things work together. Um, And so he's going to use our decisions to um, bring about good in our life and to bring about his plan and his purposes for our life. And as we are thinking about, you know, what's God's will for my life, as you're maybe asking that question, maybe just think about these three or four things. One is what concrete opportunities are open for you right now? Um, Because again, God's will is not just future tense, it's also present tense. And so, you know, you can, God can call you to do things right here and right now. So what opportunities are available? Um, External channel markers. What are things that people um, say about you? You know, what what are the defining characteristics or the things that other people may see in you? internal channel marker. You know, what's something that you feel passionate about? What's something that you feel called to do? Um, And maybe those three things can help us discern what God's will is for my life. And then the fourth one, obviously, is just the Holy Spirit. I mean, he can override all those things like we saw in the life of Paul when, you know, the the opportunity was there, but maybe the internal and the external wasn't there. But he had the confidence knowing that he was testifying to God's news that, hey, if God's going to call me. Um, obedience is the only option, so that's exactly what he did. And I think hopefully this will help you as you are trying to discern what God's will is for your life. You know the things that we talked about here today will help you on your journey as you are trying to discern who God has called you to be and what He's called you to do.
1: Yeah, I uh, I just want to ask, or add one last thing, and I, I've shared this before with with a. a, a a lot of people because it was really impactful for me, but it was uh, one of the, the most godly men that I know. Um, at one point I was like talking to him and he said, you know, when I have two like dis- when I have a dis- big decision in front of me or like a decision in general, he's like, I will, I, I pray about that decision up until the point where like I have to make a decision. So, so he's like, I'm, I'm going to wait until the last minute, and I'm going to keep praying about it. I'm going to keep asking the Lord, seeking the Lord. And he's like, you know, at that point, like, if I don't have an answer, if God hasn't said, I, I, I want you to do this, I want you to, to do this, like, then he's like, okay, at that point, then I'm going to take the everything that, like, all of the um, evidence isn't the right word, but all of the, like... Um, what I have, what I know about that decision and and those, those factors. And I'm going to just make like the, the best decision that I can at that point and trust that because I've been seeking the Lord and he hasn't, he hasn't told me what to do in this situation that like I'm going to make the best educated decision that I can. And that was really life changing for me. And, and I definitely encourage you guys as you're making decisions, like, uh, pray about it. Keep praying about it. Keep asking the Lord. And, and if the Lord has a certain way that he wants to go, he will show you that. He will help you to see like, man, this is what I want you to do in this situation. So good. I hope that
0: you enjoyed this episode as we talked about God's will. Um, Remember, if you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast. That way you don't miss a single episode that we release every Wednesday. Um, We're so excited that you're journeying along with us. And if you find this helpful, remember to leave a review, give us five stars, let us know how this podcast has helped you grow in your faith, but also share it with a friend, share it with a family member. It would really help us a lot.
1: Absolutely. We are uh, just, we love that we can take this opportunity to talk to you guys about things that, that are so important and uh, just to hopefully we can, we can uh, kind of help you in those that way.
0: Yeah. So like always, remember to love God and love others and we'll see you next week.